Welcome to the Business Life and Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle around the clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend. Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. Welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. So last week, we discussed the 10 most common mistakes that people make when they are defining their goals. And today, what I want to talk to you about is what happens after you've decided, okay, I now know how to define my goals. I've defined my goals. What next, right? So after you define your goals, it's time to then execute those goals. And so first and foremost, if you did not listen to last week's episode, episode number 23, I invite you to go back and listen to that because I wanna make sure that you're defining clear, concise, narrow goals so that you can get the most out of your business. And today I wanna talk to you about the seven most common mistakes that people make when it's time to then execute those goals. So an excellent goal means very little if you do not then begin to implement and execute to bring the goal or your goals to life. So today, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. I'm going to share with you how to go about executing your goals once you have defined them. Now, today's freebie is something that you're going to want to print out and have right at your desk each day or each week as you begin to make plans for your week and executing on your goals. So today's freebie is a checklist to walk you through how to go about planning the execution of your goals. And you can sign up to receive that download by going to shantagrant.com forward slash 24 download. So let's get right to it. You are most likely listening to this podcast on your work break, and I know you're ready to get started as soon as the episode ends. So we're going to get right to it with the seven most common mistakes that people make when executing their goals. So number one, one of the most common mistakes that people make when they're trying to execute their goals is that they spend the majority of their time working on tasks that have nothing to do with one of their goals. You want to make sure that the work you're doing each day or the majority of your time each week is bringing you closer to your goal, to accomplishing your goal. It has to be connected to your goal. So here's what I see happening. You create a goal and then you think that that's something you'll get back to later. So, okay, making my goal was step one and then I'm gonna table it and come back to it later. And then I'm gonna go back to working on whatever I was working on yesterday before my goal was created. Or I'm gonna work on the day-to-day stuff that I usually do. Well, friend, no, if that day-to-day stuff is not helping you to get closer to reaching your goal, that stuff needs to take a back seat. You should be spending the majority of your time doing tasks that are bringing you, driving you closer, step-by-step-by-step closer to achieving your goal. So that's the number one mistake, common mistake that I see is people spend the majority of their time working on tasks that have absolutely no connection to their goal. Number two, is not putting everything else on the back burner for the sake of doing only that which will help you meet your goal. So for example, if your goal is to increase the number of subscribers to your email list by to a certain number by a certain time, then the work that you do 
needs to have a direct a direct link to getting more subscribers. If the primary way that I increase my subscribers is through consistent content, then the majority of my time needs to be spent on creating that content and then ensuring it's being pumped through all of my most relevant channels. So this means I'm not giving content one day of my time. It gets the bulk of my time in order to help me to meet my goal. It gets four out of five days during the week as opposed to one or two days. There is always something else that you can be focusing on in your business, always, right? But you have to learn to sit certain things on the back burner for the benefit of accomplishing your goal. My goals, like I said, the things that are my goals get four out of five and sometimes five out of five of my work days because I know that by focusing and doing work that is gonna help me accomplish my goal, first of all, when I set that goal, I'm telling myself, this is the next most important thing for me to do in my business, to get my business to the next place, right? This is the next thing I have to do. And because that's the next most important thing, the things I have to do to get me there are the most important things. And so everything else right now has to take a seat on the back burner. So if that means Instagram never sees me, if that means, you know, whatever it is you're not working on, it has to take a back seat, meaning you either work on it a short period of time or not at all. And I think that's what's a hard pill for some people to swallow. And it used to be for me too, because I literally did a little bit of everything every single day. But when I realized I hated the way I felt at the end of the week, when I just, I couldn't see one thing accomplished. I just saw a few things kind of bitten off of and chewed on. Like I was at some kind of taste taste tester table, right? I bite it here. Okay, I'd bite that and then I bite a little bit of that. When I realized I'm just going to focus on this one thing, then that one thing happened and then it happened again and then I did something even better and then I reached another goal and I realized something, other things have to go on the back burner and guess what? I made more money, I took less time to get things done and that thing that was on the back burner, I either learned it wasn't important because I saw how it made no change to my business or I saw how it kept going and existing without me putting my hands in it every day. So you're gonna either find out that that thing isn't what's most important or it's gonna go on without you. But don't be afraid to put everything else on the back burner, on a burner that's off or on low, right? For the sake of doing what will help you to reach your goal. That is the number two mistake that I see time and time again. People are giving the things, the work that needs to be done to reach their goal, a small portion of their time. It should be 80% or more, not the other way around, 20% or less, right? The other back burner stuff gets less time. So number three is you don't have a laser-like focus on the finish line. And the finish line is where your goal lives, right? Because we're running toward that goal. You have to keep your goal at the forefront of your mind every single day. I like to have my goal sitting right in front of me where I can see it every day. And I put it right above where I plan my tasks for each day because it's gonna make sh- help me to make sure I'm executing daily, right? Having your goal sitting right in front of you where you plan out your day, like I said, it's a great way to ensure that your focus is on that goal and it's not something that you set it and forget it. So when you set your goal at the beginning of the year, 
um, but you don't incorporate that into your everyday, then you're going to notice that you're not doing things that are going to get you back to that goal. So having the goal in front of you helps you to set a measuring stick in your day and your daily activities. Hold on. Is this task going to actually get me closer to this goal with that sitting right here in bold letters at the top of my paper, at the top of my program, at the top on top of my computer, on a sticky note, wherever framed on a picture on my desk, whatever works for you, right? You can feel like you're veering off into the land of not related to my current goal when you see it sitting right there in front of you, right? It's kind of like if you're on a diet and you have that goal sitting right in front of you and you find yourself coming upstairs with a Big Mac, yeah, you're going to say, oh, there's my goal sitting in front of me. I better put this Big Mac down here, right? So I think it's so important that you have that goal somewhere where you can physically see it every single day, particularly when somewhere where you actually plan out your days. So that's number three, not having laser-like focus on that finish line, which is where your goal resides. Number four is not breaking your goals down. So if you have a quarterly goal or an annual goal, then the only way to make it there is bit by bit, right? You don't just boom, make it in one day, right? If I had a goal of selling 100,000 bows this quarter, um, then I need to break that down by month. Okay, how many bows do I need to sell each month? How many bows do I need to sell each week to get me to my month goal, which if I meet the month goal three times, I'm going to meet my quarter goal. So your goals need to be broken down so that you can, like I said, digest it in the day to day. That's where so much of the loss happens in that day to day breakdown. And this is going to allow you to keep that long term goal at the forefront, but it just breaks it down to make it more manageable and measurable so you can track your progress along the way. And this also helps you determine early on whether your goal was way too high, way too low, or if it feels just right, then you can keep pushing and you may be able to exceed that goal. But you want to take your big goals and make them down to bite size so that you can track them along the way. So that's number four. A common mistake when executing is not breaking your goals down. And number five is not tracking your goals along the way. Are you actually getting closer and closer to your goal? So notice how I said, when you break it down, you're better able to track and say, okay, I'm on track now. If I keep up at this pace, I can meet my goal. Or if I keep at this pace, I'm not going to get anywhere near my goal. So tracking your goal along the way is very important. Number six, another common mistake when executing your goals is focusing on metrics that simply do not matter and it causes you to get easily distracted. So if your goal is to bring in more wholesale stores, but every day you're focused on, am I growing my following on Facebook? Is my group growing? Am I growing my Instagram? Then that has nothing to do with growing your wholesale stores. I see this one a lot as well. Um, When people are more concerned about Instagram as opposed to their income, right? Instagram versus income. Here's a spoiler alert. And I share this one a lot because I still think people need to hear it. There is very little correlation between the two, your Instagram following, your Facebook following, your Facebook group and your income. So if that's your concern, you're always going to be dissatisfied with what you're bringing into your business because you're not focusing on that thing. So again, to my example, if your example is, or your goal is I need more stores, what are you doing every day to reach out to more stores, to find out about more stores, to pitch to new stores, to make sure your line sheets are up to date? There's so many other things you need to be focusing on that 
thinking about these other metrics, trying to, you know, do all these other things that just simply don't matter. They're distractions and it helps you, it detracts or deters you from actually accomplishing your goal because your time again is wasted and derailed from what actually matters. The metrics that matter are those that are associated with your goal and that are going to help you to accomplish your goals. So number seven, the last one, the last mistake that I see time and time again, when people begin to execute their goals is they don't reevaluate their goals, adjust and create new goals. So I shared this example last week as well about my podcast for me. So, so many things that have happened in 2017 were not a part of my plan. One, I did not plan to brand under my name. Right now, everything is found at shantegrant.com. For um, my second business, it started off as Profitable Joy. And then I decided to transfer to my name because I my goals changed. What I wanted to do changed and the way I needed to get there required for me to start branding things under my name so that my name would be associated with me, right? <laughs> That's kind of funny. But um, yeah, so I had no idea that that was something I was going to do, which means I ended up changing my website completely. I changed my branding completely. I had to really start doing other things now to help me to do that, to make those changes um, because I shifted my goals. I shifted them in a big way, actually. The work is still the same, but the way in which I present it is the same. Another example was with the podcast. If you would have asked me in December of 2016, January or February of 2017, was I going to launch a podcast in 2017? The answer would be no. It's not on my list of goals for the year. It's not something that I've planned for. But along the way, because I made room for in my goals to adjust and shift and create new goals for myself when I saw an opportunity and I saw that that was something that actually would be good for me and something that I would really enjoy and would allow me to get my message out, my voice out, my content out in a way that I liked because I wasn't a huge fan of blogging for me. I just shifted and I said, okay, we're going to scrap that. Here's how I'm going to use my time because for those of you who don't know, podcasting takes up a large amount of time because it's not just sitting in front of a microphone and talking. There's prep work on the front end. There's prep work on the back end, particularly if you're going to have a freebie and then if you're going to have show notes. So it's a lot of work that goes into that. So that took some major revamping of my time, of my schedule, of my priorities. And if I would have been so rigid in my planning for 2017 or even for that quarter where I decided to launch, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have scrapped it completely or put it on the back burner, put it in for another year. And it was, it was very clear to me that this was the time for me to start this podcast. And now we're, what, 24 episodes in and thousands upon thousands upon thousands of downloads later. So I am really, really pleased that I had that room. And so that's a common mistake that I don't want you to make. I want you to be able to leave some room to reevaluate your goals, to adjust your goals, and even to create new goals along the way. So in the midst of accomplishing all of these great goals that you're setting and defining for yourself, I want you to be mindful so that you can always take the time to see what's working and what's not working. And if you can even, if you can think of something that's even better than you originally thought when you first started to plan, right? So that you can tweak, reshift, and scrap what needs to be scrapped um, 
And this is what Seth Godin calls when you hit the dip, you know when to quit and when to pursue and persist. And for me, I knew that this was something, the blog was something I needed to quit and the podcast was something that I needed to pursue and persist. So those are the seven common mistakes that I see people make when they are executing their goals. And I'm going to recap those and then we're going to go over what you actually do to execute your goals. And remember that you're going to have a checklist that you can download at shantaygrant.com forward slash 24 download. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae, coming right in the middle of our conversation in this podcast episode, but it's with good news. I have a question for you. Have you ever found yourself at the end of the day or the week or the end of the month with little to no results to show for it, despite the fact that you were so quote unquote busy the entire time? Well, guess what, my friend, you're not alone. And most importantly, this does not have to be your story. I want to tell you and introduce you to my brand new training called Peace, Pace, Progress. It teaches you how to get work done that matters, how to go from big picture goals all the way down to the day-to-day activities and how to get specific specific and leave the generic and general out of your plans and so much more. Are you tired of filling notebooks with ideas that never happen? Well, let Peace Pace Progress help you sort through those ideas and teach you which ideas to prioritize and which to trash so that you can begin to see tangible, measurable results in your business. So my friend, what are you waiting for? It's time to put an end to no longer having a system that works. No more working on several things at once and not accomplishing anything that makes your business money. Don't go another day wasting your precious time. So today is the day for peace, pace, and progress in your business. Find out why Dion says, so I just finished Shantae's Peace Pace Progress course and it is everything. From the very beginning of the course, everything resonated. I was definitely team too much. I was grinding for hours on end and into the wee hours of the morning. And now after Peace Pace Progress, when I look back, very little of what I was doing really accomplished anything to move my business forward. Now I know exactly how to do that. Stephanie says, I finished Peace Pace Progress and loved it. I've always felt a lot of anxiety about feeling like I should be doing so much to get things accomplished, but it was hard to get that broken down into specific steps and timelines for some reason. But now, thanks to Peace Pace Progress, I've got my weekly and daily workflows filled out and I know exactly what I should be doing. So are you ready to get things done, make the most of your time and get more done in less time? If so, head on over to peacepaceprogress.com to learn more, my friend. I'll see you there. So let's recap those mistakes, those common mistakes in executing goals. Number one is spending the majority of your time working on tasks that has nothing to do with your goal. Number two is not putting everything else on the back burner for the sake of doing only that which will help you meet your goal. Number three is not having laser-like focus on the finish line. And the finish line is where your goal is chilling out right there waiting for you. Number four is not breaking your goals down. Number five is not tracking your goals along the way. Number six is focusing on metrics that simply do not matter, which cause you to get easily distracted. And number seven is not leaving room to reevaluate your goals, adjust and create new goals. So once your goal is created, 
it should be broken down in a way where it's embedded and seeped into every single day or every week of your plans, of your life, um, of your business, depending on what type of goals you're setting, of course, so that they don't become an afterthought or forgotten until you get closer to the deadline. And then you realize, oh, I forgot I had a goal that I wanted to launch my website this year. I probably should have looked into that. Oops. And then you rush and do a bad job or you don't do it at all, right? So that's what we're trying to avoid. And hopefully if you're setting and defining these goals, there are things that are important. So they should be kind of the elephant in the room that you can't really ignore. So in order to make it to the finish line, you have to keep moving toward that finish line step by step by step. And it doesn't have to be a a fast race. I mention this often, but the tortoise and the hare, the tortoise wins every single time because he was consistent and faithful along the journey, right? Step by step by step. The same with executing your goals. You take one step forward, then another and another and another, as opposed to thinking that you can sit there and wait until the close, you get close to the end of the race and then just make a mad dash toward the end, right? Because you forgot you were in a race. You're like, oh, I thought I was just taking a walk. I am in a race, right? That's why everybody keeps passing by me and looking at me weird. So this analogy is meant to basically just say that your goals, they shouldn't be rushed, but they should allow you to take the time to really savor it step by step by step. And then you'll usually exceed your goal because of all the hard work that you put into accomplishing them when they are a part of your every day of your every week of your actual planning. So now I'm going to walk you through how I want you to go about executing your goals after you have defined them as we set forth and articulate it in episode 23. Now that you have your beautifully defined goals, here's what you're going to do. Number one, you're going to physically look at your goal. Once you have created your goal, I want you to put it in a place that you can see it every single workday. If that's on the top of your planner and your Trello boards, Asana, whatever it is you use for your daily tasks on your computer, you can make it frame it on your desk. That could be really cute. Um, Put it on your wall. I've tried almost all of these different things, but put it somewhere where you can see it. And I now like to have it right where I make my plans and my to-do list every day. And then after you have written it somewhere where you can see it every day, I want you to then break it down with your goal at the forefront. I want you to break it down, working backward. Okay, what do I now have to do in order to meet this goal? What work do I have to do and what work do I need my audience or some third party to do to help me to reach this goal? That's what you want to ask yourself. And this will then give you direction on the work that you have to do over the next quarter, month, weeks and days. Then number three, you're going to track it along the way. Tracking it along the way allows you to see your progress. And it actually is great because it gives you that momentum to keep going. It brings you closer. Tracking will also help you with making progress because it pushes you to continue, particularly those goals that have um, income or subscriber or any type of quantifiable goal, that number you're trying to get to. You know, every time you hit a number, you get excited because you're getting closer and closer to your goals. That number should move you closer to that um, goal number with each week, each month, each day, each quarter, depending on, you know, the length of your goal. So tracking it along the way has so many benefits to actually make it so that you can bring it to pass. Once I actually started focusing on numbers, numbers that matter, I was amazed at how 
they got better. And it, it's kind of the opposite of a watch pot. So a watch pot never boils. But when you start looking at your numbers and you are intentional about, okay, I am this close. I need this much more to do this. It fires you up. And I find that it makes it, you usually end up exceeding your goal. At least that has been my experience. So tracking it along the way has been something that I've started doing that has made all the difference in the world. Number four is I want you to then focus everything else that is not your goal gets 20% or less of your working time. Or if this is a life goal, 20% of your time, lifetime, or just your time, right? Your goal gets 80% or more. And like I said, my goals get four to five days out of my five-day work week, right? I may set aside two hours on that fifth day for like the regular things that you just have to do in your business, right? I know that there are so many important things out there and I know that you feel feel, feelings aren't facts. Um, I know you feel like everything is so important and everything just has to get done. And I have to be here and there and do this and that because that's how you grow a business, wah, wah, wah. No, it's not. But I can assure you that none of those things will be done well and at their best if you're working on everything simultaneously. So even now, as I sit here and I record this episode, my primary goal today is to record every episode that I've outlined for the week, right? So do I have other things that need to be done? Yes, I do. Um, I have lots of things that need to be done. But guess what? My primary focus today is getting me closer to my goal of having X number of podcast episodes recorded beforehand. And so once I'm done doing all of those, then I can move on to the next thing. It's focus, focus, focus. And for me today, that means recording, 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 right? That's how you move the needle along and begin to see results. And you do all these other things thinking it's going to save you time or get you further, but doing one thing at a time and doing it well is what really saves you time and gets you further in your business. And so the last thing I want you to do, number five, is when you're executing your goals to leave room for reevaluation and adjusting along the way, because you never know what opportunity may reveal itself or what unexpected shift in your business or genius idea is around the corner. Had I not made room for this in my business, we wouldn't be talking right now because I had zero plans for a podcast in 2017 when I started this year. And here we are talking, me and you, you and me. So again, my friends, I'm going to go over those five things that I want you to do. And remember, you can get this download by going to shantagrant.com forward slash 24 download. Okay, friends, so let's sum it up. Five things I want you to do when you begin to execute those well-defined goals. Number one is to physically look at that goal, write it down and put it somewhere you see it every day. Number two, break it down. You can't accomplish it without breaking it down first into small baby steps to put within your day and week. Number three, track it along the way. Make sure you're going the right way that your numbers are adding up or that you're getting closer to that goal. Number four is to focus everything else gets the back burner. And number five is to leave room for reevaluation and adjusting along the way, because you never know what opportunity may reveal itself or what unexpected shift in your business or genius idea is around the corner. There you have it, my friends. I'm going to let you get to some executing. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. 
I would love to know what is it that you do while you listen to the Business Life Enjoy podcast. Head on over to Instagram and share with me by tagging me or leaving a comment at Shante Grant. Again, I'm at Shante Grant on Instagram. That's S-H-U-N-T-A-G-R-A-N-T. I'll see you over on the gram, my friends. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast each and every Monday morning waiting just for you. Until then, my friends, may your business and your life be filled with joy. Bye for now.